I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I swear, I was kind of worried I was going to get like a frostbite in my feet. I don't know why. I thought my feet I were... I think gonna... everyone's toes were feeling you it. You put hand warmers in your feet. Yeah, no, before that though. That's why I put hand warmers in my feet. And even after that, it just... Bro, we're back again. We're back. Another podcast. Liam would say, welcome back podcast. But Mr. Yeah, Liam not- is not welcomed back. Such a stupid name for a podcast. Welcome back to the welcome back podcast. That's how Liam would say it, you know? <laughs> like, come on, Liam. Give your head a shake. The guy's not here today because he's sick, apparently. But yes, welcome back to the 90th Minute podcast. You know, I'm not going to call it the welcome back. Anyways, anyways, we're back. We were busy recently. Uh, if, you, if you've seen it throughout our socials and YouTube and everything, we uh, enjoyed World Cup qualifiers for the first time in our lives. They were in our city, Edmonton, Alberta. And um, before we delve into the matches and whatnot, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends. And thank you to everyone who's listening on audio apps. We much appreciate you. We are your hosts. I am Waz. This is Greg. Hello. How's it going? Thank you for having me. I don't and know. Lucas. Yo, what's up? That's me calling out Liam at the beginning. That's beautiful. So yeah, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And uh, let's kind of dive right into it. No, no Matt, no Brett, no Liam today. Yeah, the uh, the energetic folk are they're not really energetic. They're chaos. They're just loud. I would say loud. so. Yeah, we bring the energy. Well, kind of. Well, I think we, when we're together, think, we're good. Yeah, we when we bounce off well each other. They're chaos. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Simmer. Simmer it down. Anyways. Nah, don't. It's actually enjoyable. Simmer it down. Yeah. Don't talk Anyways, like that. Thank, okay, Greg, relax. Um, But yeah, let, let's talk about... We're going to start off with football. Obviously, I think it's going to be more of a football-oriented podcast. You know, sometimes we delve into other odd topics. But today, we're going to talk about the uh, the World Cup qualifiers that just happened. As you did mention, Canada. Yeah, it's pretty big. We like Costa Rica and Mexico. Crazy. <sighs> How do we how do we sum up that experience? Honestly, it's historic. Yeah, historic, especially Wild. the Mexico game. I, I think I was definitely more excited for that Mexico game than the Costa Rica game, just because it's it's Mexico. It's such a historic national team. It's one of the most infamous, and in, of course, North America, but also just in world football history. Yeah. Um, everybody knows of Mexico. So uh, just uh, let's let's start off. Maybe do do we have memories of the Costa Rica game, or or, or is that did they get flooded by the, the Mexico game? Oh, no. I still have memories of the Costa Rica game for sure. Yeah, I mean, because you know why? Yeah, because it was warm. That's true. It warm. <laughs> no, like, it wasn't warm, warm, but it was. It was warm. So yeah, let's just let, let, let's talk about our experience in that sense. So for those that don't know, we did do have some vlogs of the uh, matches on our YouTube channel, the main 90th minute. We got Costa Rica and Mexico. If you want to check this out, um, but yeah, they were. It wasn't warm for us. That that's for sure. Yeah, the first game. In Costa, well, not in Costa. I wish we were in Costa yeah. Rica for those matches. But the first match uh, against Costa Rica was like you know, minus one ish. Yeah, around there. No, no snow at the at that point. It no. was fine. It was we started to dress warm. Um, we came pretty early to the game because we thought we we're gonna try, you know, you know, try to interview some people, get their thoughts. And there wasn't that many people there before five eight uh, p.m. Mm-hmm. And instead. Uh, we just went in line and got the vaccination checked and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but going into the game or into the stadium, you know, when when it started crowding more and more people, you know, you don't you don't necessarily see Commonwealth Stadium, the stadium where the game was at, have so many people in the stadium. No, like it wasn't filled out to the brink, but you, it's, you don't it's, it's that never to been though. Well, for the Costa Rica know? game, there was forty nine thousand people there. Yeah, and, and usually, what would you say? For an Elks game, how many people goes there? Which is our uh, 
football team, our American probably, football team. Probably at the moment team. lower than 10,000, at max 20,000 during yeah, the season. So way it, less than it, half. It also doesn't help that the Ampton Elks are complete like crap. So yeah, nobody, so yeah. That's what's crazy. And like, and there still was a lot more seats to be there. I, of course, they there were a lot more tickets sold, but people mm-hmm. don't end up going, of course, that happens. But it, it is crazy that that many Canadians go there and it was awesome it was awesome to see and people might say oh not the best atmosphere and all that but honestly for canadians i think it's a great atmosphere to be fair the elks actually do decent they get like twenty thousand. Oh, first game of the season they got thirty two thousand, or no thirty thousand. yeah so on basically on average it was less than but half the, though of yeah that game though so yeah the, the costa rica game in edmonton had around forty nine thousand. mexico one had forty four thousand. to be fair the mexico game it blizzarded the it was yeah day, near minus 16 of. temperatures by you know um essentially kickoff yeah um it, they said online that there were they sold 50,000 tickets but i think what happened was that there was a lot of uh, maybe supporters who couldn't make it because of you know supporters from calgary who couldn't make it because of poor road conditions because of the the snowstorm we kind of had prior to the match um also probably supporters from British Columbia, who couldn't make it because they're right now going through some bad um environment, like mud. What's going on? In there? There's like a bunch of mudslides yeah. that are pretty much blocking off every major highway it's from like, Alberta it's to flooding. BC. It's so I, I'm assuming, yeah, they they essentially sold tickets to those kind of areas pretty early on. And but just also, make it. I'm sure with travel, but it's also just a lot of people probably just didn't want to go. Yeah, with the cold which as I well. Don't blame people. Yeah, yeah, it was cold. It was really cold. As we mentioned in our vlog and everything is one of the coldest matches in history i think it's probably top two top three if yeah. not the coldest match ever recorded yeah. in history i know i read somewhere leverkusen played a russian team one year that with was that was that 2010 like that i mentioned in that video it, it was a different article but it might have been from 2010 as well yeah. but it was like minus 15 and our game it was like i read reports at kickoff it was minus minus 14 at kickoff with the wind chill yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it got colder as the game got yeah. on. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it was um, the Costa Rica game was a good experience. Wasn't a great match of football. At no, all. no. The Mexico game was definitely a lot better in terms of just action as well. Uh, the Costa Rica game was a little dull, but it, it was fun to watch the players live. Like, you know, Jonathan David Davies for the first time is for his homecoming. Essentially. It's not something that we're getting. No, it's that. a it's a rarity to yeah. watch games like that. And um. Also, Tage on Buchanan was not fun to watch. Um, Estacio. There's, there's a lot of good Canadian players that we had the privilege to watch. And unfortunately, I didn't really know any of the Costa Ricans. <laughs> so yeah, we, Costa Rica is going through... Um, they're, they're way past their golden generation that made the World Cup quarterfinals yeah. in 2014. Like, Brian Ruiz, good old Fulham mm-hmm. boy. Way past it. Kaylor Navas was injured and... You know, with that goalkeeper that yeah. played, he made a mistake that was costly. Um, there's several players that are just yeah. that were great back then, are just not there anymore, or just past it. And just a new generation of Costa Ricans at the moment aren't matching that level. Well, in that first match, it was just good to see Jonathan David actually get onto the score sheet because he was kind of struggling within the octagon, uh, right, in these qualifiers. But yeah, the the Costa Rica game, it was more so the experience which was probably the more exciting part of just seeing Alfonso Davies for the first time live, his homecoming because he's from our city, Edmonton, Alberta. Um, you know, just all, all of that as well. And just watching a, a World Cup qualifier live in our city, that's, yeah. that's you know, I never thought I'd actually see a, a, something like that in our city. And, and to not, sorry to cut you off, but to not mention how massive a, a win it was. Like, it was yeah. such, it was a very needed win. Mm-hmm. Especially going into the Mexico game where we weren't sure what that outcome was going to be. Exactly. Yeah, and like, when we were leaving the, the seats, like, there was a bunch of cheering going on, a lot of people going nuts. When you guys left, um, I was still with Matt and his girlfriend. Matt went to go inside, find someone, mm-hmm. and he ended up going to the bathroom. But there's people by us. They're playing the drums going nuts, and it was great. Yeah. I wish I recorded that, but... Yeah, it was really awesome, and uh, of course, there was also some guys who ran onto the field. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Let, let, let's. I want. I actually wanted to touch up on that because at first, when you watch it, because if you guys didn't see, there there were streakers that ran on the pitch. Obviously, the, you know, quite a few. When you when you watch a game live, they kind of pan the camera away from those people. You guys, they uh, used to show it. They they did. 
well, I mean, I don't know. They they would accidentally show it. I don't yeah. think it, but uh, you guys and said now it, it's like. But what I mean is like you would see it at first. Now it's just like instantly yeah. it's it, just gone. It, it wasn't. It was crazy because you said on the Brett and Dunlops podcast, a Footy Prime podcast, which Brett and Lucas are on. I definitely go check that out. Um, um, you said there was four, right? How many did you see? Uh, there was definitely three. There was seven. There were seven? There were seven. Yeah, there was more that we yeah. didn't see. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did they just get caught before they got on? I, I don't know. Maybe we... You one was... went to... I know one went to, like, Fonzie. One went to Herman. Yeah. One did the corner flag. Yeah, one did, one so got tackled. So, essentially, the... I think there was three at originally, and maybe there was a couple after the match. Oh, after Once the final whistle was blown, people started running up again. So, you, you had one guy who got absolutely, like, just, like... <laughs> Oh, like, he got hit hard. He got tackled <laughs> right into the advertising board and may, probably shattered at a rib, let's be honest I here. Got, that went viral. Yeah, that one did. There was one kid who ended up running under the pitch, grabbing the flag and running, making it back. Yeah, he, yeah he, was, he ran across the pitch with the flag, ran back, yeah. put it back down. Oh, yeah. Security tra- chased him. He gets uh, jumps back into the stands. And, <laughs> I mean, and then Boryam was just like, Get get out of here! Like, cause it was at the end of the game, of course. They and then to get that it was. Then there was that third kid who was dressed in like all white. Like he looked, he seemed like your typical Real Madrid fanboy. He just somehow he was in love with Alfonso Davies. Like that's why he was running onto the pitch. Like Davies, 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 because he recorded it too and put it on TikTok. Yeah. And he's like, Davies, where's Alfonso? I love Alfonso. I love Alfonso. I'm like, what the? F- this guy is crazy. Yeah. It's like- I. I don't know what goes through people's minds in situations like that. Like, yeah, I, I, like, I, to me, it's crazy how people can be so obsessed over a human being like that. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I can understand people like, like adoring someone and having them as heroes and things yeah. like that. But like, being like running up to them in like a space like that is like looks really weird to me and kind of creepy and kind of insane a hundred percent and you know in that moment i saw the tiktok and john herdman kind of kind of brought him over and said, it's okay lad it's okay lad we'll, we'll get you covered whatever we'll get you out of here like we got to get this going he, he he was very classy but he didn't really yell at the kid he just kind of let, let's just move on and kind of tried getting him uh tried helping security as easy well, as that, that's the thing they just wanted yeah like, like i was saying with borean as well he's just trying to get them get them off yeah, so exactly they finish the game the game was about to end they're about to win i forget why well like, there was an injury really yeah, yeah, there was yeah, like an injury was, or yeah. something and then all of a sudden these people start running they found a perfect timing and of course, like, like I said in the moment, it's hilarious to look at it. But when uh, when the matches are, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's like not only was it the security's fault, but also these people kind of painted you know, not so great picture of uh, Edmonton, Edmonton as a Canada, host city yeah. for a potential exactly. World Cup. Like, exactly. I, like I want to make a TikTok. You know, when people are streakers, they run on the pitch. They're kind of like basically FIFA's there trying to decide if Edmonton should be a World Cup city. And or a host city, and they're like, "Oh, these streakers are an issue. We don't want to give you the city." Luckily, the FIFA officials weren't there weren't that there. day. They weren't. There no, yeah, Costa thankfully, Rica. and apparently, they they enjoyed their visit. They liked what they saw. I read. Uh, apparently, the only thing the FIFA officials said, the only thing that Edmonton is missing really is grass. Yeah, like we yeah, liked yeah. everything. It's just you need grass for the World yeah. Cup. And they, yeah, that was for the Mexico game. Yeah, they were there for the Mexico game, and which I 100% agree. I know a lot of comments of people who weren't at the, who are not from Edmonton, are saying, "Oh, the pitch is garbage." The turf, like, I'll agree, it, it is garbage. It was. Yeah, you're it not wrong. I'm not. I'm not surprised with the quality of the pitch. I, I wish it was better, but, um, that's just also a thing in Canada in general, especially like there's a couple of cities that have turf like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Vancouver and Toronto are like good because mm-hmm. well, they the weather isn't as bad there, and, uh, well, they can afford. Or like under soil heating, like yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never heard about under soil heating. Oh, under so- is it under soil? Ah. It's it's it's, it's, not, yeah, he- I know it's heating you. like underground mm-hmm. during the winter, so the grass can maintain its uh, yeah. good whatever uh, after the winter is done, and so they can play on in like March, April. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a good experience. And going to the Mexico game, of course, uh, we had to dress extra. That warm. was. That was wild. Wads was dressed like the Pillsbury boy. Essentially, the Canadian Pillsbury, Pillsbury boy. So that's uh, very accurate. Uh, and like, Wads, <laughs> we're in separate lines. But like, you said you were in the same line as last time. I go try to find you. Oh, yeah. And no. like, there's no one there. It's just, I see just some people there. So I go in the other line. And I look across. I see you in line. I'm like, where did you come from? I, I don't know. I, I got moved around a little bit, shuffled, I guess, with security and everything at the time. So And security kind of dropped the ball in the beginning because they're allowing us to get our vaccine passports checked. 
Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, no, no. You guys have to wait. You guys have yeah, to wait. Yeah, I, I remember that. So that that's what kind of annoyed me about the Mexico wait, game. I didn't of, know about that. So what, wait, what happened with that? Sorry. Yeah, so basically, like, we went lined up to the gates. You know, they, they checked a couple of our passports. I was, yeah. like, one of the first in line because yeah, uh, I cheesed my way through. Um, But, like, they got through. And then we're about to start walking uh, to the the gates yeah. where they would check the tickets. Um, some people already walked there, and the security had to push everyone back because yeah. they weren't ready, and they weren't ready until like five thirty. No, one hundred percent. This was at like five. Okay, so because like no, the, the, actually this was like four fifty-five. I would that. say so. I I, I want to say ours didn't. We didn't start doing like our vaccination passports till like five ten or so, and then we just had to like stand right outside the gates, basically, right just right outside where you do it for. Like you said, like twenty minutes or so. Well, essentially, uh, like well, I, like I was kind of like Lucas, one of the first people to get my my vaccine thing checked, and basically, I checked my passport. They checked my QR code, and they're like, okay, step back, just go by by the table, back up, back up. I'm like, okay, and then eventually they they let us through to the go to the gate, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. The gate doesn't open at like five thirty, five thirty five. When they it was supposed to be open at five. Yeah, so, the, so it says, um. They said, oh, yeah, our gates will be open at 5, and it just that's what kind of annoyed me. I felt like there was a little bit of lack of organization, especially for an event of this magnitude. Um, I felt like they could have been prepared a little bit earlier, security, everything in general. Like It felt like they were kind of doing everything last minute, in which I, I, I don't understand, but I, I obviously don't know all the information, right? So Yeah. It was cold, so we everyone. That's the thing. That was the annoying it. part. It was just cold, right? If it was a day like, you know, a June summer, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. But no, but like, yeah. Like, I feel like they should have put that uh, into, like, oh, people are going to be chilly, this and that. And but, then, yeah. uh, you know, go inside, you know, get our food or get whatever, or meet up. Uh, I got some food. Uh, by the time I got up to my our seats, uh, the cheese on my burger was not melted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it was rough, yeah. Um, the pizza <laughs> was good. But, yeah, when I got into, uh, finally got in, I, I, was, I was very tempted to go online and buy an Alfonso Davies kit, but at the same time, that cost that the kits in the store costed 175 Canadian. I'm I'm sorry, I've never spent that much for a kit. The last time I think I spent nearly as much for a kit like that was Euro 2016 when I bought a Robert Lewandowski kit from the UEFA website. But then again, I had to get that shipped from Europe. I'm pretty sure or somewhere. I mean, so actually, um, when I went to Vancouver and to watch the Whitecaps. I was buying a friend uh, a Cavallini jersey or a kit, yeah. and it was probably like two thirty or something. Like it's, it was—it's ridiculous crazy. how expensive so, football kits so are. For are... one, with that Vancouver, two, it was their first game home, like first home yeah. game back with fans. So like football that kits, was definitely just overpriced. But football kits in Canada are so overly priced. I know it's all—it's expensive everywhere. It feels. Yeah, so just... they mark it up even higher at the stadiums. Like when we went to yeah. the Galaxy game in LA a couple years ago, like. We went to look at a jersey. I think only Liam bought a jersey. I did. You bought a jersey too. I, I bought one, but with no kit on the on the back. Uh, no yeah, name on the like, back. Yeah, like I was thinking about it, but then I'm I see the price. I'm like, I'm not buying anything here. We'll piss yeah. off. Yeah, Personally, I, I didn't mind per that purchase. I think I justified it because I do wear it a lot. It's probably one of my favorite kits to own. It fits well. It's a nice color. Yeah. So I'm I'm not someone who really likes to wear a football kits. So yeah. But like some stuff in there is just so expensive, and like scarves are fifty bucks, shirts are forty bucks. I'm like, oh my! Yeah, I understand people have to make them, like, but like I, they're they they obviously over. Oh yeah, it. oh yeah. And personally, for me, I don't think a football kit should be nearly the same price as a hockey jersey. Like hockey jerseys can be around two hundred, two hundred fifty, and it's like, no, no, this I mean, is not it. I mean, hockey jerseys are overpriced. Yeah, but they're also much bigger and have a lot more material to them yeah. compared to a football jersey, I believe. So yeah, um, but. Let's talk about maybe more so the Mexico match. Uh, a lot more excitement. Uh, obviously, the players, they need a little bit of time to uh, adjust the conditions, especially the Mexican players, it seems. Um, overall, I thought it was an exciting game. Yeah, I, didn't think yeah. I didn't think Mexico played bad either. The Mexico were crap until like the 80th, 70th, 80th minute. Me too. They they were just not in that game. And it, maybe it's because they didn't really have the proper I, I thought training they, session. I, yeah, or... no, I thought they did well on the wings, but maybe that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but, felt, I felt like for the most part like the defense uh, they had to take Henry off because I guess they didn't feel like he was doing a good enough job mm -hmm. but like well, I thought, and he was on the yellow they just weren't risking yeah. that I think but like Miller I thought he was incredible yeah. mm -hmm. he was just like anyone trying to get past him no get out of here it was yeah. like he was having a fantastic performance and uh, Alistair Johnson yeah Alistair yeah, Johnson, Johnson yeah. I, I don't know I mean he got 
like you, it's not an assist, but it was basically an assist, right? For his a, a good interception and a good decent job, which Ochoa probably should have done better, but but he didn't. Kyle Lahren get on got on the end of it. No, and he went exactly. Nuts. It was right oh, before yeah. halftime, so it was it was good time to score. Something this this Canadian national team really proved to me within these qualifiers is that they don't necessarily have to rely on Alfonso Davies. You know, they're getting scoring from Kyle Lahren and from Jonathan David. They're they're getting chances created from Estacchio. It's not just the you know a lot of people from the outside think it's the Alfonso Davies show that he yeah, carries his national team. And, espe- and es- Panama definitely like yes. that game alfonso was amazing honestly these two games thought alfonso wasn't the best no thought he was pretty bad honestly uh, yeah. for alfonso's stature I, I thought he was at times it seemed like alfonso davies a little show off too much because it's home crowd you know he just want to have some fun he's still and he's very oh, young he was and he was a speed demon though regardless oh, yeah. he, he nothing really slowed him down his touch was phenomenal especially on a pitch like that and I yeah, don't know. Nothing that. to take away from that uh, I'm saying from Alfonso. Yeah, and yeah. it's just you just have high expectations yeah. with a guy who's proven who play, playing a, one of the best teams in the world. Yeah, but like I was saying, a lot today. of a lot of people expect like Alfonso to carry Canada, but more so what I'm seeing is more of a team effort. They're hardworking tactically. They're pretty sound. I would say Team Canada. So that's something a lot of people don't know that John Herdman and their, his coaching staff they've done a very good job with Team Canada awesome. with the Canadian team. Yeah, so good. Like. Like, this Canadian team is, like, based on how they play, like, probably the best in CONCACAF because Mexico has been dreadful through the qualifiers. Like, they've won some games, but teams are starting to figure them out. Like, they lost the U.S. before this. Mm-hmm. The USA have been really hot or cold. Like, I think they've been good in the home games, but at the away games, they've really struggled for the most part. Um, Like, they did come back against Honduras at one point, but, like, uh, a draw to Jamaica... Now, I remember Liam, he was, like, talking crap when Canada drew Jamaica. USA did, too. Yeah. So, J- Jamaica's starting to find another gear in their game, which is They got good. their players. They got their big Yeah, their big Antonio scored. <laughs> so a, An amazing goal. Um, but, yeah, in the game in general, yeah, I like, Canada, I think as Herbin was making more and more subs, I think Canada were, were starting to lose control of the game, mm-hmm. and... Mexico finally scored that first goal to make it two one. Yeah, the then they're all over us. That I was stressed. Yeah. I thought we blew it, and we basically did. But Borian, Borian was huge in that game. Goal line say like I was. I I thought it was a goal. I was like, oh, it's a goal right there, and it was just. Oh, it somehow just ball goes back out, and I was like, holy shit. I, I think my there. my buddy he mentioned something about Borian that Borian had a slight advantage over both keepers in these two matches because Boreon plays uh, Red Star where they're, they're very cold conditions and they play on like maybe similar turf. So he understands how the ball kind of bounces and skids on the ball mm-hmm. uh, on the turf, unlike maybe, you know, Ochoa who doesn't play in such cold temperatures. So Boreon just kind of understood how the game was going to play and he can kind of predict on how the ball is going to move, which is, you don't think about those kind of things. Yeah, which is, it was awesome. And then I know we were debating with these games uh, like, why is Borian playing? Why is Crepo not playing? Who's been really good for Canada? So, no, but I mean, I like Borian though. No, he, I like yeah, both yeah. keepers, yeah. and Bor- it's it's good to see. Borian was good. Um, like I know the, the previous qualifying matches, Crepo, he did play those two because Borian was injured. But yeah. Borian was has always been Canada's starter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's a good one too. Like Crepo won Vancouver Whitecaps Player of the Season. They're going to the playoffs. I mean, that should be interesting to see what happens with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Borion, great. He, he kept, I think he kept a clean sheet against Liverpool once. So yeah, I, I think with, with Canada, of course, you you have your star names and Alfonso Davies and Jonathan Day, but but the supporting cast is just they've done their job of you know being those you know support roles like Richard Larea, Estacchio, Atiba Hutchinson had a good game against Mexico. I thought he made some good tackles. Mm-hmm. Um. You, you mentioned uh, Alistair Johnson. They all just played well. As simple yeah. as that. Sam. Why do you say his last name? Sam. It's like... Adekube? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like I was just saying, everyone just played well in general, and that's all you can ask from your national team. You mm-hmm. know, not everyone has to be a star player. They just need to show up yeah, and you work hard. Yeah, shift. Like, exactly. Like, Portugal's team in Euro 2016, while they did have the stars on the team, mm-hmm. they had players that weren't weren't like stars at that moment we're actually like average players to maybe above average players in in leagues and they performed what they needed to do yeah, and yeah. help portugal win the euros 
um especially this, these pastors as well you know you think of italy they, they have some you know marquee names but at the same time no one really predicted them maybe win it some people did but they didn't really expect italy to perform at that level well and if we're gonna you know quickly talk about euros and the european uh, world cup qualifiers of course because we're just talking about italy and portugal well, they, they, that's great. Before we do, let's just mention that Canada undefeated after yeah, eight it's games. Yeah, it's awesome. So six games left. Um, in Concacaf Canada, yeah, undefeated. Uh, four wins, four at, draws. Four wins, four draws. I don't know how many matches are remaining. Like six. six. Uh, also, they're now ranked fortieth in the in FIFA rankings. I think they're the highest. I think we equaled our record now. Mm-hmm. So awesome job! In Canada's top forty nation. Mexico, because their results yeah. have dropped out of the top ten, and yeah, so they're going to miss out on pot one of the World Cup most likely. Yeah, they're upset about that. I'm just sure. the, the last couple things I want to mention, but before we go to European qualifiers, but the Canada game was kind of the. Uh, I, I swear, I was kind of worried I was going to get like a frostbite in my feet. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought my feet. I were think gonna... everyone's toes were feeling you it. Put hand warmers in your feet. Yeah, no. Before that, though, that's why I put hand warmers in my feet. And even after that, it just—I don't know. It's—it's it's hard to. It was just my feet that were the worst part. Yeah, yeah. it's. Um, I mean, mine, it usually is. I didn't recover till like thirty minutes after I got home. Yeah, but yeah, at... that was kind of weird. You were like in the LRT. You were just like, oh yeah, my feet still hurt. I was like, yeah, because I was up there for a handful of hours. You guys went down at halftime. Yeah. warm yourselves. Why didn't you do that? Because I didn't want to. Yeah, which is, anyways, bad. I, I was gonna mention right after the match, I went down to go meet up with my buddies in the lower bowl, and um, I saw I was able to see Alfonso a bit up close, and that was that was kind of special to see him with his like niece or nephew walking around the pitch waving everybody and my friend J- james is like get out of the way alfonso's parents are coming down I'm like how was i supposed to know that <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah eventually alfonso comes back with uh, his nephew or niece or whatever uh he comes into the stands actually with with uh with the kid <laughs> i don't know what else to say and he's given back to his like his mother and um it was just crazy to see people start rushing him they Jeez. see him and they're like, Alfonso, Alfonso. They're trying to, like, so he's taking selfies with people, signing stuff. And it's like, I- I'm, I'm kind of walking, sl- like, slower to him. But at the same time, it's like, Jesus, people need to chill. Like, yeah, I-, I would love to get a selfie with Alfonso. But at the same time, I want him to just kind of, like, go live. He's a human being. Yeah, exactly. He likes his privacy yeah. still. As much as he likes doing it for the fans, it's always for the fans. Yeah. Like, so... But anyways, yeah, it's good to European qualifiers. Yeah, I mean, we won't touch on this too long because it's going to be pretty much outdated when this podcast comes out. But yeah. Italy and Portugal are the big names that so, are not... So annoyed. They are not automatically... They're not going to the World Cup yet. Not yet. Oh, I'm so But they're in the playoffs for it. And, like, Lucas is upset because Poland has a chance at playing those teams. So, yeah. Fine. Yeah, the draw is next Friday, I believe. That'd be, a good, that'd be a decent stream to do if uh, it's at the right time. Can, can I be honest? If Poland don't make the World Cup, I won't even be mad because Canada has a high chance of making it. So for me, it's like, yes, I actually have a team that's <laughs> For Canada, probably. Could Canada, Poland, and Scotland all be in the same group? Uh, Technically, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh, that'd be tough, if no. Can, oh, no. No, because po- one of those teams would have to be a first place seed team, and I don't imagine any no. of them being one. I think Canada would be a pot four team, but I think both Poland and Scotland would be pot three. Maybe Scotland would be pot four. Someone suddenly- was saying that there's a chance that Canada could become a pot three team if the, the right results go their way, or depending on where they end if up. If they the win the octagon, like what? Yeah, that, could they? It, it's up all that based much? on rankings on FIFA. That's what r- I know. But like, yeah. could they jump up those rankings like crazy uh, if they I, won the octagon? I mean, maybe they could get into like the twenties, but that's. Just well, me guessing. Yeah, and enough. also Canada's next game is against the US uh January thirtieth, I think. Yeah. yeah how's that gonna work? Like what are there just certain players not gonna be able to go to those? What do you mean? Because it's literally during league season. Do they have an international break during this that time or I Yeah, that's I'd the next international break. Oh yeah, in I was in Europe or well, they probably have friendlies during then, right? Okay. Right? That's I, usually what happens. Because I've not, I did not know there was supposed to be an international break in the beginning of next year. So I'm not sure how that's going to um, go. Yeah, it's actually, that's actually a good point you make. But I don't know. Uh, but the playoff draw, of course, uh, pot one, you know, Portugal. Winners in 2016. Well, before you do all the, the playoffs, you want to just say the 10 teams that went through? That are already going to the World Cup? Yes, the 10 teams going to the World Cup include, not just, but do include teams such as 
Uh, Netherlands. Yeah. Serbia. Serbia qualifies for its place. Mitrovic put Ronaldo into the playoffs. God, I love to see it. It was great. (laughs) Yes. I was watching that game, actually. And Portugal, they had a 1-0 lead and... It just defended and mm-hmm. let Serbia get the ball more yeah, and they, more. Yeah, because they brought on Mitrovic. He wasn't in to start the game. Yeah, no, but like, <laughs> it was so... I know a lot of Portuguese fans are so pissed at Fernando Santos. Mm. And deservedly so. This what is, what is your game plan with this? Yeah, Portugal should be... The fact that they are, did not win that group. What's with all these crazy. coaches that have such high reputations becoming frauds? Like him. He's like on the brink of not getting Portugal qualified. There was... Lou, who pretty much destroyed his reputation after winning the World Cup in 2014. Yeah. Maybe not destroyed, but, like, it's definitely not as good. And, like, just recently, Taberez, um, I, I probably shouldn't have said Taberez, probably Taberez, but the mm. Uruguay coach, or former Uruguay coach, as he got sacked after being the coach for 15 years, led Uruguay to the semifinals in 2010, and has been a disaster pretty much since 2016 outside of the 2018 yes. World Cup. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I feel that certain coaches tend to have an expiration date, kind of, just like footballers. You know, eventually it does, you it peak. Does happen, but um, I do feel like international coaches. That is definitely true. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like international coaches. If you stay too long, I think there's certain players that just grow tired, and maybe you need to yeah. have a different and different vision with uh, the national team. And you know, but. certain coaches also maybe rely on a certain group of players that work better with their system. Yeah. Right. And maybe they rely on them too much, and maybe they get a little too comfortable because they know they won't Complacent. get complacent. Yeah. Com- yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you want to actually just list out the yes. all ten teams. So Serbia for first place. Congratulations after missing the Euro. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spain after Sweden bottled it against Georgia and then lost to Spain. Yeah. Uh, that Spain go through. Switzerland. Incredible. Yeah. It's... Last match day they were both tied. Switzerland and Italy. Italy couldn't defeat Northern Ireland. Northern yeah. Ireland defended yeah, for their Italy lives. Italy blew it. The Euro TPN. Come on, Northern Ireland. And Switzerland were like, Bulgaria, get out. We're going to the World Cup. When you say come on, Northern Ireland, but yeah, they're... They're, they're, yeah, they're, I'm not they're, 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 they're not They finished third. <laughs> yeah, they're not going. Uh, <laughs> Paddy McNair couldn't care that team. <laughs> group D, uh, France won their group pretty yeah, easily by six surprised. points. Uh, Ukraine did get second. Um, group E, Belgium easily piss off Belgium for tying Wales though um yep uh group F Denmark they were incredible won nearly every single game until they played Scotland in the yeah, last gotta match. give respect to Scotland for beating Denmark and actually doing good in the yeah, group Scotland 23 points in their group that's more than a bunch of teams so is Scotland your first in their group second no, D- Denmark won the group. oh they, no, they got okay. 23 points which was ju- just as many as Netherlands but Netherlands automatically qualify and Scotland don't could you imagine Poland versus Scotland? It's, it could happen. It could happen. We'll get into that in a second. But <laughs> there won't be a battle. <laughs> there I mean, I there be has mad. to be a watch. I, I don't think either of us would be mad if both of us eliminate because Canada is doing so well. Like Canada is kind of like that protection barrier for us. Uh, Canada but, hasn't made it yet either. I yeah. know, but um, but Netherlands they got through. Croatia got through after Russia scored an own goal in their last matchup between each other. Yeah. Uh, England go through. Uh, Poland gets second in that group, and they lost to Hungary on the last match. They put Poland in pot two in the playoffs, which is a surprise. And then Germany, actually, after the poor start, um, actually dominated their group and yeah. finished first. So that means for the playoff, uh, pot one, we have, I believe it is, uh, let me just get it. I, Portugal for sure. Um, UEFA 2022 World Cup qualifying. It, it, either way, it's gonna be, it's gonna be insane because it's a, it's a different way of how they're doing mm-hmm. it. And honestly, I don't mind how it, it's kind of it's, yeah, interesting. it's exciting. Yeah, they also included um to these teams in the pots um the Nations League to the to, two top Nation League winners. Yeah. Oh. So that included Austria and Czech Republic. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's get the second round here. So, pot one. The seeded teams. Portugal, Scotland, Italy, Russia, Sweden, Wales. Oh, oh! before we quit, one more thing. Let's not forget. There is an 11th team already in the World Cup. It is Qatar. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, and there's also Brazil. Yeah. And, and Argentina, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. Maybe Iran. I don't know if they officially qualified, but, but yeah, they're doing pretty well. I know we were mostly talking about UA, uh, UEFA, UEFA, but yeah. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, this, those were the seed teams I just mentioned. Scotland getting seed one, lucky. <laughs> Deserved, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, part two, though. Turkey, Poland, North Macedonia, Ukraine, Austria, and Czech Republic. So part one plays a team against part two. Um, there's three paths. So there's two matches. So in like path mm-hmm. A, then path B, then path C. Yeah. And so the winners of each of those matches in those paths play each other. So let's say... And the winner of that... Goes to the World Cup. Yeah. So let's say Portugal drew Ukraine, and on the other side, Italy drew North Macedonia, and Italy and Portugal win those games. Yeah. That means other. we I, we miss would miss either Italy in the World Cup again or Portugal, which would be crazy. That's wild. Imagine <laughs> winning the Euros, you missed the World Cup. Ooh, yikes! <laughs> miss the World Cup to winning the Euros to missing the World Cup. <laughs> then again, would <laughs> what? would you would you would you I don't think we'd back Italy to not to lose. Yeah, but. it depends how the draw is gonna go, and yeah, uh, it's it's tough. Yeah, I'm I'm really concerned for Poland because uh, there's a pretty good chance you're gonna probably play Portugal or Italy. I think Poland can put a good game against everyone else, but no, there's no guarantee. Yeah. I do want I I want Poland Scotland as much as I want both of them to make the World Cup. It'd just be so funny. It'd be it. We'd have to do a watch along for that, and I would just be right in the middle here. And then there would just be, you or you two would be here, I'm there, right and then couch. we got and we got Liam just yeah. there. It's just for audio listeners, was and I on couch right, yeah, right I, middle on the right side of uh, left couch, and, and then on the outside. And then when Che Adams scores in the 90th minute to win the game, and Poland loses, it would be very funny. Just shut up, man. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just screw you. This ruined my day. This <laughs> ruined my evening when I was recording this. Yeah. Like, piss off, man. <laughs> you haven't even p- matched Don't again. Eat some snow. That's rude. But is that is that else we else we that's is that all we have to cover uh, European any qualifiers yeah, or anything else? I we mean, for mention? the qualifying, that's pretty much everything um, until the draw comes up. There's not much. Question: more uh, Is is that Italy Argentina matchup happening confederate the, the um, I, I don't know I can ch- I, I know some people are kind of against that idea I think it's exciting but that's just like I'm me. I think the people are only against it because they're considering playing it in I think Saudi Arabia oh of course yeah that's no. the big reason um and really it should be played in Napoli stadium yeah that'd be awesome that's that'd be perfect but unfortunately everything somehow has end up in Saudi Arabia nowadays yeah I mean so. okay first one it says uh super cup all details um um oh it's basically the Copa America winner versus the Euro Cup winner yeah, yeah. it's okay um let's see what does it say here anything anything big no venue yeah. Uh, schedule date. So, due to co uh, situation, it may take some time for this match to be held, but it should be held before the 2022 Qatar World Cup. Uh, sometime next year, for sure, if anything. The match could be held. Oh wait, hey, this is a bad article. <laughs> it's and regardless. I, that's it's... why I kind of wish we still had the Confederations Cup because it would allow it like. Qatar to test their facilities prior. I I, I kind of, I don't know. I thought it was a cool tournament. So it was kind of useless at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, like, it's there's an article in July that says um it would be played at the Napoli Stadium. But I did remember hearing something uh it being in a different. Essentially, there's nothing official yet about yeah, that. It's it would be cool, but it's also like man. yeah, from CNN, CNN uh, Barcelona and Boca Juniors to oh okay th- sorry I was thinking of a different match. There's a mm-hmm. Maradona tribute match. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but that's supposed to be played in Saudi Arabia between Barcelona and Boca Juniors. Hmm. Interesting. But like the Italy, um, the Italy Argentina match, yeah, that's like a Super Cup type game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not like a official Maradona match, but they would consider putting Maradona's name as. A, I, I, yeah, I think they would do something. It's it right. Makes sense. Um, it's the it's yeah, it's the Barcelona Boca Juniors game that people were getting mad about. Hmm. Uh, anyways, yeah, like I was gonna. Move, uh, so one of my my topics tonight, I don't know, probably I was gonna move into is I wanted to talk about FIFA, the game in general, FIFA 22, how we've been feeling about it. because you know us three, honestly, we've we've played it pretty for a pretty long time compared to Liam, Brett. I mean, I know Matt's played for a while, but you know, I want to get Greg's thoughts because you're quite good at this series at the video game. 
Yeah. You you went twenty and zero and basically lost like any drive to play the game. Yeah. What would you say? Well, is I your... got busy. Yeah. But why did you lose the drive? What, Other like, than busyness. Um, parts of it was I found out that Xbox doesn't have is not doing any FGS this year. Any esports, right? Any any yeah. any esports is all on PlayStation. I was actually playing good. I was kind of interested to see if I could do it. And oh. I found and I find out that they did. They're not holds or Xbox not doing any of it. And I just kind of dropped. And I just stopped playing. I haven't played since. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're 20 and 0, of course, you're, you kind of want to go to the next level if you can. Well, and, and like, because you have to qualify through rivals. So elite oh. division rivals. And you have to be, this... like, in the top, like, I think it's, like, something top 200 in your region. I was getting pretty close. And it was, I don't know, it was frustrating. For me, but... I'm, I'm in a weird... I'm a, I have a very love-hate relationship with FIFA. But FIFA 22 in general just... Maybe it's just kind of like I'm adjusting to new formats of qualifying for like FUD champs. I don't like the playoffs. Like I, I like the you know you you get the two thousand points you qualify for FUD champs, but now you have to do this playoff. Like I kind of miss like Brandon Smith, who we once had on the ninth minute a while back. He made TikToks. So like I kind of miss like the gold two gang. You know, going gold one, gold two, or gold two, gold one. It's like it's just it's a di- it's different. It's it feels it, like it lacks something. It's it's definitely different. Um, they made it more foot champs is like the casual game mode, and uh, yeah, and rivals is the more competitive mode. That's that's basically how it is. My issue with FIFA in general recently is just I don't like how hyper competitive the game has gotten, and that's with video games in general. But the oh, same, yeah. I know I know exactly what you mean because. Literally in this FIFA, like what you're talking about, everyone has a, just a sweaty team or a very good team. All like just everyone has that now. I remember, God, I do miss FIFA 13, where you just using silver cards all the time. Mm-hmm. FIFA 12, you're using silver cards, using bronze cards. It was and it was just fun playing the gold cup, playing with friends, exactly. having a good time. It, 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 I know exactly what you mean. And then, like I, I kind of yeah, the FIFA 13 days where I could have fun with a team that had like. Sedu Dumbia, Esfine. I I didn't need like icons and Neymar and Messi and the best informs. I could have regular gold cards that just have pace, and I enjoyed the game. Did I still get pissed off at the game? Yes, because every FIFA has its issues. But it just it felt more enjoyable. It felt more like an, a video game. Yeah. Well, now it's like there's so much on the line, and it's like I, everything's I, competitive to make you angry, basically. Yeah. I, I kind of more so realized how hyper competitive FIFA is one recently, like a, a month ago. I was playing a game of FIFA. It was Rivals or something, and this guy messages me at halftime, leave because he's up three 0 Can you please rage quit? You're not gonna win. I'm like, why do you gotta be toxic, bro? Like, I, I I've had games where I've been down three 0 half and came back, and unfortunately the guy was just you know toxic that way. And like, jeez, it's just it sucks. Yeah, you know, it's, it does sound like I'm crying. No, like, I, but, uh, no I know you. I know what you mean. It's just. Uh, it's just how people are. People just—it's humans. They get upset, and they—it's everyone's talk. Lots of people are talking. Yeah, I mean, we toxic, we know toxicity. Lots. We we've played Call of Duty and all these shooters that have a lot worse things than them. I've I've I have a pretty thick skin. And I'm just making it known, like FIFA Alpha Team, like it's, and like you said, it's not just FIFA. It's video games in general. Yeah, there's and so much the money community, in community, like the. The generations growing up now, it's 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 a lot worse. Oh, yeah, it's so much more money in esports. Kids see that and they're like, "Oh, I can make a career out of this. I can make money off this, right?" Like, Lucas, give us your thoughts on. I mean, yeah, I think um, I used to play FIFA a lot until like FIFA, I think FIFA seventeen when they introduced foot champs. I played started playing less and less. Mm-hmm. Um, like every year, I used to play for like at least two months. Then, uh, but then like recent FIFAs, I like. Uh, stop playing like the week of the release this one I actually played quite a bit in the beginning I was actually enjoying it because I was um able to use players and and like having have a good time I was still in the lower divisions but yeah I was still having a good time um but then I just stopped playing I just no reason really like yeah I didn't have any grievances against the game I just I guess time wise because I am a bit busy with stuff so I just decide not to play and yeah um but with the esports things yeah i generally uh don't like playing uh competitive fifa because i get really angry when yeah. i get competitive it brings up the worst in people especially and, if you're um, losing. after i i think the turning point was when i uh, smashed the controller on the ground after getting so angry and it just smashed into like 10, wow 20 pieces 
And it Jeez. literally, I smashed it on the ground, bounced off the ground, hit my wall, left a mark on the wall. A couple of days later, my mom sees the mark and gets pissed off at me and like deserves like so i smashed yeah it. yeah <laughs> so uh, that's kind of like man i can't play super competitive games if this is gonna happen <laughs> exactly and it's also it's just i feel like fifa when it pisses you off it brings oh, out a different kind of rage compared 100%. to any other video game i can i can play call of duty and get mad at the game i just i just leave whatever i i, I cool down i don't, yeah, I don't get as mad if, if fifa like just yeah it turns me into this <laughs> fucking evil maniac and like there's been moments where i've wanted to message people in mid games like oh if you, i'm if you came up to me in real life you, you'd be up in the hospital and stuff i'd be i've I wanted to message people very ill things but of course i didn't because i don't want to get banned and this and that and i'm like i just well, want well you've always had that even like in like fifa 12 fifa 13 i remember you've been raging at someone and you said and you're like oh i'm yeah, you want to message them saying I'd beat you in real life football. Yeah. Or no, I'm more sorry. I, I'm more sorry. I wouldn't be afraid to take out you skillers or whatever. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be afraid to put in a tackle on this and that. <laughs> or but bet you wouldn't do that in real life. It's like, it's just yeah. It's 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 wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. I mean, still, I I've been playing some Kermo, but mostly with the ninetieth. Kermo's chill. Like, like you still get angry but, at it. Geez, I got, I've got. I think I got get more angry at career mode right now than i do all oh, recently yeah, yeah especially with playing legendary um i don't know computers this year are just what crazy the, but yeah like competitive like i never had any interest in like uh call of duties and things like that like That's fine um but like those got more and more competitive as the g games got on like i remember you guys playing those competitive game modes yeah um like fortnite i had no care for the world for that game i'm not really a shooter fan so i just I mean, I play FIFA because I like the sport, and it's probably the best version of the game that I like to play. Of course, there's Football mm. Manager, which is more realistic, but you don't really play you the game. You don't play the game. You kind of just. And then watch, there's Pez, which is. Which is eh, but then there's Mario Strikers, well, which. Please make a new one, Nintendo. Yeah. One thing with the FIFA Ultimate Team that I've noticed has disappeared is that kind of little grind at the beginning where you kind of. Uh, go from a, like a little bronze team to silver team to gold team sometimes it's not like that but you know it, it's like what i was saying everyone just it's it was this year especially they made it too easy to get coins they made packs 100%. too easy to get they made those preview just, packs so then it, it lowers the market there's just players that would get it at least 100k that are probably like 25k like right I, I it's, and it's it's too basically the issue right now is it's too easy to have a very good team you can go. You can have the eight and the nine star teams, basically out of ten. Basically, let's just say that. But you can't get that ten star. You can't get that ten team yet, which includes Mbappe and Renault, like icons. Basically, is is the point. It's no. I don't. Th I can see why EA did that. Basically, mm -hmm. there's pe maybe people want to play the game more if they got better players early on. Um, but I do wonder how that's gonna. They would probably have to make sure the promos or good later yeah. on in the game so people play on for oh, the full cycle like you said with promos and there's so many promos and with promo packs that they put out there's uh, there was like 10 50k packs like a week and a half into the game and i'm just like what <laughs> you old fifas you would not get like a 15k pack until like two months into the game basically honestly i knew i wasn't gonna enjoy the game but it was like week one to the game and i was playing mid eusebio in div rivals i'm like how i still have a basic gold team yeah and after that i'm still playing teams with ronaldo and neymar and i'm like the fact that people get this so quickly is kind of yeah. sure it annoys me it's like oh you're just jealous the occasional guy will just have a good pack luck but then yeah. a lot of the time it's just no like these it's so constant. It's just easy to easier to make coins. Yeah. And get. Well, not everyone spends money on the game. It's actually quite a small number. It's like twenty five percent. No, and, and uh, that's but what they saying. spend a lot. Yeah. It's easy to. It's not easy to make coins. It's easy to just get those players because they're so cheap. That's kind mm -hmm. of the point of it. Um. But yeah, I don't really have too many opinions. Like, I don't have really any negative opinions on FIFA this year, though. Like for, personally, um, I I think the game is fine. I think. Yeah, I obviously some problems. Like I think Crew Mode, they it was actually pretty lazy. Yeah. yeah. Outside of the the Creative Club, which is still not even that great. That great, honestly. Uh, like the Crew Mode, outside of some graphics, like some 
newsletter items and some in, sta- in it's just, stadium stuff. It's it, basically the same as FIFA 21. It's just imagine what they could do in career mode if they put the same amount of effort in as they do Ultimate Team. Well, of course, there's career no money in it. And they don't give a ex- shit, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, more people play Ultimate Team and like, look, people complain like, oh, the popularity of the game is going down when they look at like the Twitch or YouTube yeah. numbers. But like, it's actually still like the same, if not higher. Yeah. I know you didn't play FIFA before 12, but do you remember the other FIFAs when you had to buy Ultimate Team? I never bought it. Um, I played FIFA I, 11 Ultimate Team. I never bought it in FIFA 10, though. Yeah, I, I, I that was... I, was, I remember wild. seeing that. I was just like, geez, you had to actually like, buy it. So I it saw... Like, yeah, buy the game, then you could buy Ultimate Team. I, I saw a clip like. on TikTok today where somebody showed an old clip from Xbox 360 days when you buy a pack and says, pack downloaded. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> the fact that there's kids who are opening packs now and weren't even born when that was a thing—that's just. You mean like people playing FIFA that weren't born when that happened? Yeah, like when the, during the Xbox 360 days and stuff. Like, I guess there's ten. Years I, I saw a funny comment from someone on Twitter. Is like, I just, I'm now I'm raging at someone who has 2009 in their name. What has my life become? <laughs> raging at a 12 year old and that's the thing these kids yeah. these kids are just like they're crazy they're good they're crazy they just they're like growing up in a and it's going back to my point earlier it's a, a lot of kids are just growing up in a day where it's just all technology and everything and they just yeah. like reflect like gaming reflexes just wow. like jesus this grabs on to it pretty quick there and there's so many tutorials on youtube exactly. that you can learn yeah. from liam yeah Le- liam has no excuse liam it's just bad. Liam has good reflexes too. It's funny. Does he? He actually has good reflexes. Yes. Oh, he doesn't have good. Not good gaming reflexes. That's <laughs> no. a different story. But yeah. But, but I don't know, man. This FIFA feels weird now. It's... I've enjoyed this FIFA. I, I yeah. I haven't, like I haven't played in two weeks. If you're but... good at the game, you're gonna enjoy. It. If you're like me, who's who can't really adapt to it, it's fucking garbage. <laughs> but like, this is the most FIFA I've played in the past. Yeah. What four years as well? I played a few games a day, but like. My team is still pretty mid compared to some of the people I play. I mean, except for yesterday. I played a guy with a Nigerian team. That was cool. <laughs> he was up 2-0 against me. I'm like, not today. <laughs> so. Um, anything else we want to... Do, uh, what, what? do you have anything to bring up, Greg? Well, I, it was funny because at the beginning of this podcast, I'm just kind of like looking around. I, I was kind of like doing this because we're all just in a black like hoodie slash sweater. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks funny on the... On the camera. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, I'm kind of like... And then with, like, the dark couch, we're all just kind of like... We just have a white face just kind of popping out. And I just found that pretty funny. I was just... Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, it looks like I have just a head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but do you have any topics you want to bring up? Not really. <laughs> I, I don't really. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, I have something. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Waz, you remember Wednesday... Oh, this oh, is Lord. you know what, Lucas. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Now, <laughs> oh, I, I was okay. <laughs> this has to be brought up. Okay, okay. So we're on the same football team, of course. Um, Sunday league Sunday team league or thing. yeah, uh, men's uh, league. First time playing in like a year and a half with these guys. Okay, just 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 hurry up with it. Um, we win our game. Very nice. Two goals, one assist by me. Very nice. Well done, Lucas. Um, but then yeah, I drove Waz to the game. No. Which is all good. Um, he points out a car in front of me, and he's like, "Oh, I know this person. Okay, cool, cool." We go. Um, we go into prepare the game. The game happens. The game's won. We leave. Waz leaves the dressing room pretty early. I'm there talking to Liam. I walk out with Liam. Uh, and uh, I go to Waz. He's with his lady friend, and I'm like, I don't know what I said, but he's like, "Oh, we're leaving already," and and I'm like. Yeah, I'm. I'm in my head. I'm like, no, Oz. I'm gonna stay here for ten minutes, and or twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I go. I go to Liam and just talk to him and Greg. Um, Liam makes fun of Greg mm-hmm. in front of his mom. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we leave. We leave. Well, Liam was just angry because I was on the way to the Mexico game. He was just being a dickhead. <laughs> just Liam. Uh, but yeah, we leave the game. Um, walk out. You know, I'm talking to Greg a little. Waz is behind me. You know, we go to our cars. I'm, I'm at this point. I'm assuming I'm driving Waz home. See, I, I think I know more of the situation at this point because I'm getting into my vehicle. 
Lucas, I'm putting all my stuff into my vehicle. Lucas is kind of like entering his vehicle. Waz is just walking by. Walks right in between us. And I'm just kind of like, I'm I'm watching like Lucas, like still getting into his car. And I'm just kind of going, I'm like back and forth between Waz and Lucas as Waz is walking with his, with his friend. And they're just, he just keeps walking and just keeps walking. I'm just like, what is going on? And... Lucas is like in his car at this point, and the uh, it was it was so funny because Lucas just opens his car while he's sitting in the driver's seat, opens the door and just looks behind and just like stares at me, and I just burst out <laughs> laughing. I was just like, honestly, I don't know where what's going on. And then I'm there in the car. I w- I'm like waiting five minutes. I know I turn on a YouTube video, listen. I'm like, okay, maybe he's just uh, saying goodbye, things like that. I I, I know I'm I'm a patient guy. Five minutes comes by. I text Waz. You know, I'm like, how much longer? Question mark. And he's like, oh, I went with her. My bad. And then I text him back, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, shit, I thought I'd said I'd go with her. Miscommunication. And in my head, I'm like, it's not miscommunication. You just didn't communicate. I I, I thought when you came up to us uh, after the game, I thought I said to you, I'll just go with her. So I, I, I get, yeah, that's my fault. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't it's, know what it happened. Was, it was a funny situation that was, was so. just like, what just happened? Yeah, it, was, like, it had to be brought up. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. You know, you know, At least say, he wasn't waiting like half an no, hour. No, no. Imagine like, if you were waiting like half an hour. And no, I, mean, that, I, I have a lot of patience, but uh, I, I do want to go home. That would have been yeah. but, you know. At least your car was able to heat up, right? And they say bros before hoes, but no. you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, you didn't have to drive Waz home. Yeah, that, that was nice, actually. <laughs> I actually got to go home. So the new Pokemon game's out, right? <laughs> Did it come out? Did you get it? Not yet. I, I, I'm thinking of getting it. I'm not sure yet. I, I kind of want to... That's bad. I'm I I've always been a big Pokemon fan, and I got to say, it's, it's not really interesting me. Oh, wow. I don't know. I'm just... I think I'm more interested, I'm excited for the game that's coming out like the next year, RCS. Yeah, that one looks wild. Yeah, with the new Pokemon game, um, I don't have a Switch right now, um, but it, it I, I do like the fourth generation. I never, never played Diamond and Pearl. I played Platinum, which yeah, when has I was a younger, lot of differences. I, Diamond, I played a lot of Diamond. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't mind how it looks compared to other people, but like, and apparently. You can, the game can be modded pretty easily, so oh, there's wow. a lot of people who are trying to mod it and stuff. Mm. But, you know, there could be some cool things you see. I already yeah. saw a guy, uh, Point Crow on Twitch. Um, he, he already had a mod where uh, every time his Pokemon evolved, it, it, it the Pokemon, his next Pokemon will be random. Oh, that's cool. So it evolves into a random Pokemon. Uh, interesting. But, I mean... I'm sure there's people going to mod the game and yeah. make it look better than it already does. But yeah, speak- I, I'm, I'm always the kind of, So I saw one thing of it, and the thing that turned me off instantly. Well, yeah. Just speaking of uh, Pokemon, use code 90 minute. Co- code, use code 90 minute on G Fuel, especially uh, Shiny Splash is based off a Pokemon streamer. I think AK Drive is his name. I don't, a Drive. A Drive. So uh, shout out to him. Shiny Splash is his G Fuel flavor. We have it right here. Use code 90 minute for, I think, uh, 30% off once this is dropped, but whatever. Yeah. Um, what I was saying there is the first thing that I saw about it and like that just turned me off. You can't turn off the XP share. I don't think you can turn it off. Really? And uh, that was just like as soon as I saw that, I was just like, it's kind of weird. What do you mean? You that can't wasn't tur- even. It wasn't even. A th- it wasn't even like that in the old. Po- that old what do you mean game. you can't turn off the XP share? I thought you like should- it's just like a joint. So like if one Pokemon battles, your entire team will get XP. Oh, that's stupid. I just don't like that. So, I mean, mods would fix that. Yeah. But. So, it says they're on the topic of video games in that sense. Like I mentioned to Greg, I wish they had a hard mode for Pokemon games, a little bit more challenging for people like him. Yeah. At the same time with FIFA, I had this idea with Ultimate Team where they would make like a hardcore Ultimate Team mode where you, there's no FIFA points and you actually have to grind and build your team. I think that would be awesome. Obviously, EA would not do that. They would probably be like, why would we waste resources on something that's not going to make us money? But. I don't know. I think a hardcore ultimate team mode would be cool without they won't like ever do that. No, but that'd be that'd be an interesting. Yeah. yeah, I never thought of it like that. I actually, just have like another. It's like another mode where you, if you you used FIFA points, you can't. It's basically they don't allow you to use FIFA points in that like specific mode, yeah. and maybe like it's just like regular ultimate team with you know seasons in a gold cup. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, but of course that's never that's gonna happen. Never <laughs> happen. 
especially because uh people would just not play if they just play the other mode where they can use better players yeah i quicker. get that yeah. that's the thing right it's like i was kind of thinking like you know in world of warcraft they did wow classic because people wanted that but yeah. who knows yeah um, um but also yeah games all coming out that came out mario superstars mario mario party superstars i think it's called uh, yeah mm-hmm. I've heard. I, it looks really good yeah i've heard it's good and like like on usually nintendo games have crap online one apparently yeah. is good online they they have all the old mini games from the old yeah, my brother, parties my brother is playing my friend was playing it so yeah it's they have it they said it's it's awesome so i'm, I'm, I'm looking forward I to played playing a, it i played a few new games i got battlefield and that one's kind of been a little underwhelming for me i expected more of that did you hear about gta uh, what about it disaster no i didn't hear the, the, the deluxe the remake they remade um san andreas vice yeah, city yeah, and that. something else it's a disaster really well, first off, on the PC version, they you weren't able to launch it on release date because they they apparently accidentally didn't get rid of some of the code that they can't use in the oh, game. Jesus. Apparently, the graphics are trash. Yeah, apparently it's not even that like de- like defined. It's just apparently like... just the graphics look worse than the old versions. Oh god! And like the gameplay is a lot of it looks crap. Yeah, and like the Metacritic user score is zero point six. Well, oh, this nice. sounds like um. Reminds me of Cyberpunk, literally. Oh, that, yeah. That, that game was so hyped for what, seven or eight years yeah. or something, and it just was Pretty sure I played, shit. like, ten minutes of that game. It was just shit. Yeah. Well, I heard it was a good game. It's just it had so many issues at the yeah. start, right? Which, is just, Which uh, it, killed that turned it. Me it killed off. it. Yeah, it, it did. And GTA, this is having... It might be even worse. Yeah. Like, it's zero... Yeah, you can't even launch the game. That sounds awful. I, I, I think you can launch it now, but, like, the game is just... It's an eighty dollar uh, game. Yeah, I was I was shocked to see I saw on the store, Xbox store. It's eighty bucks, and I'm like, and they got rid of the older versions from the stores, so you can't play those. You can't play the mods oh, either. They told wild. them to shut down the mods. Oh that's, Jesus! Uh, so like, when they redo games and this is shit like that, it's just like holy. Yeah, that's like, the thing with remasters nowadays. That they always tend to screw something up. It's like you like remasters, but it's also just like, like I, I didn't mind it when they remastered COD Four. Like those, that was fine by me. A lot of people had issues. I I enjoyed it. But like Rockstar, like they've literally just been on GTA 5 making all the money from that game. Yeah, essentially yeah. that's what they've done and I mean GTA 6 it's, should be coming out in the next couple of years. We don't but, know when. But like <laughs> if you're talking with that, have you seen uh Bethesda and Skyrim? They they've remastered Skyrim like five, five times, times. <laughs> in the last 10 years. It's it's just they no one can make a new game. And they're doing all. the same thing with GTA. They've re- they've made so like three different versions. We were in yeah. high school when it came out. Yeah, they, it's they, crazy. They, they think, had like yeah. the 360 version, and then they brought out the PC version, and then the Xbox One version, mm-hmm. and now they're coming out with the Xbox Series like PlayStation Five version. Yeah, like, what the fuck, bro, it, it doesn't stop. So, yeah, like you said with Skyrim, literally like 360. Every year there's Xbox something new. One. It's like HD edition, 4K edition, <laughs> and then they just had to launch it on the Switch. They had to launch it on PC. They had to launch it on just. What's, everything what's, i know what's with all these just former good companies being trashed now yeah like it's it sucks like that's like how gaming is going a lot of like gotcha games as well are being really popular as well which oh my scams well what annoys me about El- uh skyrim is uh, a couple years ago i think 2019 they kind of unveiled a little trailer for elder scroll 6 and since then we've seen nothing and they've just been remastering skyrim which is elder scrolls 5 and i just want elder scrolls 6 i'm like Yep. Where, where, where is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we might sound like, uh, boomers, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, really, like, just have some creativity. Like, yeah. It's uh, it just seems like like new new games just aren't aren't it. I mean, there's uh, there's obviously, there's mean. obviously good games, great games, but yeah. incredible it, games. See, but, that's the thing. Is it? New games aren't it, or is it we're just getting older, so we're more I don't know. picky and just not well, into think, it as much? I like, think, is it just that? I, I think know. the older games that were great during our time in high school okay, and things I, like that. I think that. me and can, like, we talk about COD and Halo. Like, holy. I, I, well, I mean, I Halo mean, Infinite was good. Uh, yeah. I, have, I, I haven't. Uh, you can play the uh, beta for free right now. It's actually not bad. Interesting. Um, but, but yeah, no, I like about Halo Three and Halo Two. Oh like, yeah, those, those are awesome. And Halo Reach was pretty decent as yeah, well. Yeah, no, exactly bad. is. But yeah, like those games, like those are like the type of games you guys played and have great memories of. Yeah. Um, and now that they're they don't feel the same later on, or they're not like producing something better now. 
maybe you guys are feeling that way because of that. Yeah. And also, there's World of Warcraft. That game went to shit for me. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's other companies making great games. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just don't see it and don't know about like it. Like the right? game, of the Year Awards. There's like apparently some great games there, but yeah. they're not as recognizable because they're not like the marquee names. They're not like from these triple yeah. A studios. Yeah. Speaking of like memorable moments, like. Is there like any there's is there any possibility of us going on to like uh saved replays on old FIFAs and like seeing if we have any of those? Because I remember, do you remember me scoring? It was at your house. It was me versus Matt, and I scored like a forty yard free kick with Robin Van Persie you, in like FIFA you, thirteen. You would need that Xbox's hard drive. Yeah, oh, so I don't remember if it's saved on the hard drive or if it was saved on the website. If it's Saved on the website, no shot. Yeah. FIFA gets rid of those old things from those FIFA. How sick FIFA would that games. be? Just going over like all those. If, we, if there's any possibility, because I know what you're saying, like uh, the disc and then the hard drive yeah. for it, it's like different. Well, stories, you know what's funny? We're, we're, I don't have. You're a talking about that. Like anymore. FIFA used to have a creator club. Do you remember? Like they had that little web app that you yeah, could go and create players. That, that was cool. Like I don't know what happened, but it's just Kermo just went down. Yeah, the like shitter. people didn't use that as much from EA's perspective, yeah. so it wasn't worth keeping them the costs of maintaining it yeah and they thought oh we might as well not spend money on this we might as well just focus more on ultimate team yeah, yeah. and yeah it's uh not ideal but it is what it is um oh i, I think that'd be just a funny that'd be a great video is <laughs> like going over all those old fifa like i kind of i kind of want to do that because i do on my xbox 360 i want to look at some of my old save files because i had some yeah. wild cream modes there's yeah exactly it'd be it'd be an interesting video but, um, I'll try. I'll try to do. I'll try to pull up that if I can over the week. Good TikToks too. Yeah. Mm. Any uh, anything else? I think that's everything though for today. Yeah. Um, unless it was, you want to bring anything else up? No, I'm okay. That's fine. Yeah, I think we had a good discussion. A, honestly, I enjoy. I very much enjoyed this podcast. Uh, hopefully, uh, you two did. It was some good topics, especially the Canada topics of mm-hmm. meeting your national break. Of course, club football is back when we are recording this. Uh, when it comes out, I think the weekend will be over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, those games will already happen. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're gonna try to be live on Twitch and things like that. Yeah, we'll try. And, we've been uh, lacking on the Twitch, but we're gonna try and get back onto that a little bit more uh, consistently. I'll try to get everything more consistent. Um, just, of course, um, if you have made it this far, we very much appreciate it. It's, uh, I'm not sure how long we've been. I'm going, not excited but, to go back to club football. Things have to deal with that shit club. <laughs> United. You guys play tomorrow, or you play? They Sunday? play Watford. They play, did they play tomorrow or something? I'm pretty sure they play tomorrow, but I can double check. It might be one of the 8 a.m. 8 a.m. games. Anyways. Um, yeah, anyways, if you haven't made it this far, we very much appreciate it. If you're uh, listening on uh, audio apps or uh, watching the YouTube video, uh, thank you so much. Make sure to like, comment if you are here, of course, and subscribe, like Waz said earlier. And from the three of us and the other three who aren't here, uh, thanks for being here, and uh, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.